Life is full of what ifs. Some awesome, like what if AI could fold your laundry? And some, well, less awesome, like what if you have unexpected medical costs? United Healthcare can help get you covered with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. They supplement your primary plan to help you manage out of pocket costs. No deductibles, no enrollment periods, and especially no more what ifs. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hello there, my very good friends. On today's wrestling news, we're going to tell you all about the former AEW wrestler who felt unheard during their time in the company. Could Tyson Fury be making a shock return to WWE? Kenny Omega has brutally buried Jim Cornette and, I quote, his extremely pathetic followers. And WWE is on the verge of repackaging yet another NXT 2.0 wrestler. I'm Adam Wilborn. Oh! And this is the news. All right, we're going to kick things off by talking about Awesome Cobb. Uh, she was interviewed recently by the wonderful and very handsome Chris Van Vliet for oh. his Insight Show. Shout out to Chris, does a great job. Uh, she had some interesting things to say about her time in AEW. Now, she debuted for the company at Double or Nothing 2019. Mm-hmm. Surprise entrance into that four-way women's match. Brandy Rhodes pulling the old switcheroo. Uh, but she was effectively out of the company by February, um, although her contract didn't expire until the June after that. Nightmare Collective... All that stuff, not particularly well received that angle through no fault of Kong's, I don't think. No. Um, it was a shame, I thought, as well, that we didn't get Awesome Kong versus Aja Kong, which was teased and would have been fun. But, right there! Hey, it just didn't happen. She left, went and did the, the series of uh, glow she had to film in February 2020 and never returned. So, interesting stuff here. I'm just going to read the quote. Let's read the quote. That's hey. the fairest way to do things. Um, I don't want to sound like I'm bashing the crew over there at AEW, especially since we were all just up and running. Uh... We are all new executives and trying to think outside the box and really give it to y'all. Uh, something new, something that hasn't been seen. We've seen it all. We were trying to give you something that you haven't seen. I felt unheard. Uh, I wasn't in control. Uh, and then she runs through the process about how she couldn't really get into the room where the final decisions were being made. And uh, and she would like hang around after big meetings and try and bring things up. Uh, her term is, I, I stopped that room. Um, and she would try and get into the meetings and all of this stuff, but she couldn't really get into them by the sound of things. Now she continues, saying she didn't really have a chance to get ideas across, uh, and she ended up just not pushing certain things. Uh, Going on a little bit, saying that it was out of her control, and if it was in her control, if you gave her 15 minutes to, and she uses Nyla Rose as an example, uh, to go out there and steal the show, uh, they could do that, and they, they could have more of a chance of getting over, presumably. But it's an interesting interview, as it always is with Chris. Uh, mm. Million dollar man with a million dollar bicep. Oof. Probably got two biceps, actually, come to think of it. I don't think humans yeah, are born with just one of those, but yeah, interesting to think about, for sure. I think um, 
so yeah, Kong left when her contract expired in June 2021. Two months later, she retired from wrestling at the NWA Empower event. Um, I think, yeah, I would have liked to have seen a little bit more from her in AEW for sure. A legendary figure, yeah. uh, particularly for her work in Impact, where she was just the awesome is the perfect word for it. She was absolutely incredible as kind of like the monster of that oh. territory. I loved her. Um, maybe not quite the wrestler she used to be. No. I think that's fair to say uh, by the time she showed up in AEW, which she definitely could have done so. Yeah, she does feel like a missed opportunity within yeah. AEW. Like you say, I'm not suggesting either, like you said, that she should have been maybe world champion within AEW. Yeah. But like you say, there were some matches that were certainly left on the table that I would have loved to have seen her in. And I was lucky enough to be there when she was brought out as a surprise. I got goosebumps. The reaction yeah. was ridiculous yeah. for her. So I was kind of disappointed. You Like you say, they went for the Nightmare Collective stuff. That was a load of bollocks. Um, yeah, it wasn't and then, good. Yeah, and then Glow. <laughs> and then there was... I mean, there wasn't... Yeah, I, if, from her perspective, wasn't really a, a reason for her to return after she went off to shoot Glow for, for the reasons you gave there. They didn't really utilise her as much as they could. And, and like you say, she wasn't the person we saw in, in TNA. Or even briefly as, what was it, Karma in WWE. Yeah, she came course. out and wrecked Michael Cole, I remember. That was quite fun. But, um, yeah, she could have definitely done more for, for me, and, and I can understand where she's come from in this interview. Yeah, and uh, as well, like, Kia Stevens, the woman behind Awesome Kong, I've never heard anything but, like, the most glowing reviews of all time about yeah. her as a human being. So, like, respect to her completely. Um, obviously, Glow was a big fish for her to fry. Uh, moving into acting, all that stuff. Oh, she was great on the series mm. as well. Uh, and it's a shame she's no longer in wrestling, but that's the, it's how things happen. All the best to her in whatever she's doing next. We'll go and watch the interview on Chris's channel because we love supporting him. He's a top bloke. Lovely man. Uh, right, let's talk a little bit about Tyson Fury, who's allegedly in talks over a potential return. This coming from uh, the Forbidden Door himself, Louis Dangor. I don't know, I just made it up. What does that even uh, mean? Yeah, I don't know. I was, Louis Dangor. I was panicking there. He's in on the ground floor. It's Louis Dangle from Give there Me Sports. There we go. We've got the rhyme. Uh, he reported that in March, he found this from uh, found out from Fury himself. The Gypsy King could return to WWE during the summer. Uh, Tyson mentioned working potentially SummerSlam, which obviously goes down at the end of this month, uh, and Clash at the Cashel, which go down at the third of September. <laughs> Clash Hashtag at the, the Cashel. Cashel. <laughs> the Cashel. Um, <laughs> they are in negotiations. As again, as I say, the summer comeback still. Mooted, would you like to see him back in WWE? Uh, so it's one of these things, and I saw it get a lot of discussion on social media yesterday. And uh, you can probably tell from the way I've just danced around your question there, my, my, my answer. Um, it's one of these things that does make business sense, right? Yes. Because it's the UK, he's one of the most successful British boxers of all time, I think. Yes, yeah, um, but yeah, heavyweight champion of the world, big celebrity over here. Um, so you can see why WWE want to utilize him. I don't know if his personality really translates to pro wrestling. During his last run, I don't think that was really the case. Um, and the Braun match was quite crap. Yes. All due respect to Tyson Fury, that guy could breathe in my direction and knock me out. <laughs> uh, so, you know, like, Sean, Sean Ross Sapp had a good take on this on Twitter yesterday, or, or maybe the day before, where he's like, the bar for celebrities is so high now. Yeah. Like, you think of all the awesome matches we've had from Bad Bunny to... To Logan Paul, Pat McAfee, Pat McAfee, Shaq was yeah. fun. Um, it's it's kind of a hard sell for me personally, but if you're into the dude and uh, you think you could sell some tickets for Clash at the Castle, 
I don't really have a massive problem with it. This does strike me as something that Tyson Fury is doing to keep himself busy whilst Anthony Joshua and uh, Usyk are, are getting ready for their fight yeah. and then he's going to say, oh, I'll fight the winner of that because he's meant to be retired. But in reality, we all want to see a Joshua Fury fight, British boxing fans. But uh, yeah, and for that reason, uh, if he was at SummerSlam or Clash at the Castle, he's just going to be bump, yeah. knocking someone out and not really doing a lot. So I'm kind of like, eh. Yeah. I'm not saying that he should do a moonsault or not bother, but... No, maybe I am saying that, actually. Now I come to think of it. Yeah, do a moonsault or don't bother. There yeah. you go, Tyson Shooting Fury. star press for me, or a Sasuke special. Yes. Um, anyway, let's move on to our next story here. Let's head over to Kenny Omega. He's, uh, he's kind of ruined Jim Cornette here. Um, this is this is something. It's from the CEO Gaming stream on Twitch that Kenny did last week. Bunch of interesting stuff came oh, out. Oh, and people got excited, that, well, not excited, but worried that he might never he's wrestle retire, again. He's retire, all of that stuff. Yeah, yeah, we spoke about it on, on camera then. Um, but his, combat, his comments on, I almost said combats, uh, his comments on Jim Cornette here, I think are pretty interesting. Now, obviously, these two, mostly Jim, um, throwing words at each other is nothing new. No. Um, Cornette is a noted critic of Kenny. He's a noted modern wrestling critic in general. Um, I use the word critic. We'll dive into it a little bit. Um, but Kenny's basically speaking about here. And I think, and look, we're going to ignite the comment section by putting this story in the video anyway. But I think this is a really accurate explanation of what Jim Cornette is in 2020. I've not read this, so I'm excited. I think Jim Cornette has backed himself into a corner where now he's found this group of extremely pathetic human beings who have no other thing to aspire to to become or no one else to base their life off of or no one uh, to listen to, no one to adhere to their commands. And so when it became a character that he could play as though he was traveling up and down the strip in the Indies, uh, like back in the old days, now he's got this group of people hanging off his every world. Every word, sorry. Uh, and all he has to do is sit and talk on a podcast with some other guy. Uh, continued a little bit saying that when Jim realized he could make money by delivering hateful speech, he backed himself into a corner. And now if he wants to make rent, uh, he has to talk about the things that are going to get attention. And a lot of the time that is going to be yours truly. Now, interesting stuff here. I think that if you want to, you know, pull this apart, I, I, there's definitely some. to me, people will disagree. There's something to the argument that Jim Cornette absolutely plays up the elements of his character that make the most headlines mm. and, and makes the most outlandish points. And, and you know, quite frequently, unfortunately, this ends up in situations like in 2017, where he compared Kenny and Kota Ibushi to Adolf Hitler. That's a thing, you can look it up. Um, very hysterical stuff. The Young Bucks, I think, branded it shock jog tactics. That's exactly what it is, I think. Uh, and it's, you know, Michael Hamflit put it really well this morning. It's kind of a shame because Jim, with his experience and his knowledge, is a historian. Oh, yeah. And he's really good on Dark Side of the Ring and stuff like that. And he's a great commentator, great manager. He could be such an asset mm. um, if he wasn't content with making headlines with these sensationalist rants. Um, whether or not you think there's truth to his criticisms and stuff, the, the, the things he says are just so outlandish and so so insanely in one direction that to me it's impossible to take them in good faith. Now, we will all disagree. I acknowledge that completely. Uh, I'm a big proponent of just letting stuff disappear into the ether however as kenny is so frequently a target of this mm -hmm. stuff and he's been faced with just really bad crap from this group of people that Cornette is partly responsible for mobilizing on twitter and various other places uh he's more than entitled to his words here and it look that 
talking about like pathetic human beings and stuff that is nothing compared to some of the stuff that Jim has said about him over the years so hey it's fair play yeah I don't really want to go anywhere near this one we've already talked a lot yeah, about it yeah I'll take it. the heat here brother and uh, the comment section is already going to be quite fun I think uh, there's some very like you say I think there's a lot of truth to what, what Kenny Omega said there. I think Jim Cornette to this day still makes some very valid points but I completely agree with what you say there in the fact that he often takes it to the extreme That's the thing. to get the attention. That's the thing, isn't it? They could well be valid criticisms, but the way they're presented renders them invalid because it's so hysterical and, and Kenny's right, sometimes hateful, that it, it, to me it's just not worth listening to. And it's a shame. You know what? I'll, I'll sign off on this. I'll tell you this. If Jim Cornette did a podcast solely about old wrestling, the wrestling he likes, I would listen to that every hour of every day. Yeah. I think that would be absolutely brilliant. Him, um, his stories are so good, yeah. Uh, yeah. The guy knows so much and he's been lived through so much, but he fell out with Dave Meltzer because they like different wrestling and they've been friends for years and all this. It's just... It's just... Uh, gee, wait, Can't we all just get along? There's more to like. Well, let's find out in the comments. Yeah. That's going to... Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com. This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad, and I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive & June. Olive & June gives you everything that you need for a salon-quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive & June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive & June, too, is it's a quick dry. It dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. Before we go any further, though, this show is sponsored by BetterHelp. Now, we all carry around different stresses. They can be big life worries or just, you know, little things like your favorite wrestler not being used properly. The thing is, when we keep them bottled up, it really can start to affect us negatively. Therapy is a safe space to get things off your chest and to figure out how to work through whatever is weighing you down. It is really helpful, too, for learning positive coping skills and how to set boundaries. Therapy basically empowers you to be the best version of yourself. So why not give better help a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and best of all, suited to your schedule. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit betterhelp.com slash whatculture today to get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash whatculture. Be fun. Uh, finally, let's tell you about a repackaging of uh, an NXT 2.0 star, former NXT UK star, A-Kid. Uh, by the looks of things on last night's Great American Bash premium live event, he is getting repackaged into Axiom. Axiom. Which is a math guy. <laughs> uh, science maths. So he's working out all the, the codes and the probabilities and solving problems throughout his life. And now he's taking that to the wrestling ring. It's another convoluted gimmick on 2.0. <laughs> yeah, it seems very much like this is another... Uh, you had this name on the indies. 
we want to own the terms so we're renaming you we're repackaging you of course it's NXT 2.0 so it's going to be a big weird character yes that will either be really fun really terrible or so terrible it's fun or just earnestly good yeah so as long as he keeps wrestling like a kid wrestles I'm kind of you can call him anything yeah, yeah, call yeah. Him Gary he's a, a tremendous wrestler I first became aware of him a few years ago with the Zack Sabre Jr. match he had for White mm. Wolf uh, one of our followers I think Ben shouts to sorry That's if I got your name hello, wrong hello deep yeah, that. sent it to me it was awesome uh, good wrestler yeah let's see what happens man yes excited see to see happens. Axiom Whatever, them, how you he's do got an abacus. If he ever gets rolled up, then he's again giving us done. Let's move on to your Twitter questions. At what culture WWE? Of course, we want to get in touch with this first question today comes from John Harrison, who says, "Good morning, chaps." Hi, uh, on, a, on a scale of one to FML, that's flip my life. Uh-huh. What are the chances Theory cashes in on Drew at Clash <laughs> at the Castle, assuming Drew beats Roman? Have a great day, boys. You have a great day too, John. Yeah, just ruin everyone's big moment in the UK. Um, um, look, it's it, you can't ever rule this stuff out, particularly in WWE where they do the ultimate like heat angle or whatever. Um, I don't think they'll do that. I do think that they will try and close that show with the fans going home happy, as cliche as it is. It would be quite funny, though, wouldn't it? Yes. It would be quite funny watching the, the world burn. But uh, no, I don't want them to do it, and no. I don't think they will. I don't think he's going to cash in this year. I don't think he might not even cash in before WrestleMania. You know, he sand out. He might sand out himself, like you said yesterday. Yeah, he might. He might possible. fail a cash in or lose the briefcase. I, I think. I think he has to have a successful cash in just because the like the recent years of like the men's money in the bank briefcase is all a bit like yeah. you won it actually no, we don't want you to have it we'll give it to this person and it's far better like you say is this ominous cloud hanging over everything with a heel holding it but yeah you don't buy him beating the tribal chief no, no. Uh, <laughs> Dustin Parry gives us our second question of the day saying good morning legends uh, if we are splitting up the street profits instead of giving Dawkins the old Janetti treatment God, no. Uh, where oh, would you boy. put him? Could he pull off a heel turn or maybe form a trio with the Alpha Academy? Ooh. He's been showcasing his skills a lot recently in the ring. Yeah, I like that. I really like that Alpha Academy pitch because Dawkins kind of does have... He's got that kind of jock energy, yeah. doesn't he? Uh, and you can buy him as, like, a guy who would fit in with those dudes who are both legitimate athletes, and he obviously has a background himself uh, in various athletic stuff. So, yeah, like... It's it's always been the case when you look at a tag team and you reference Marty Jannetty, obviously that's the go-to. When you look at a tag team like this where one guy is a bit more magnetic than the other, as has been the case with the Street Profits from day one, it feels like people have gone that Montez forward, he's going to be a single star. The other guy can often get lost in the shuffle. In fact, in Alpha Academy, there's a good parallel there with what happened to Tucker after Otis. Yes. Up. Now, I personally have more hope for the Street Profits as singles dudes than Tucker or Otis. Um, but yeah, that, that, I think that's a really good pitch. I don't really have anything. That's just good. No, you've, you've nailed really, it there, Dustin. Really good, yeah. I think, I think that, yeah, there's obviously more likelihood that Montez Ford would become a singles world champion than Angelo Dawkins. But I think especially recently, you know, even this week on Raw, for example, in that match, you're like, this guy can you. Yeah, I like, like him a lot. I he's like not, him a he's lot. not just someone who just eats offense so you can get the hot tag to Montez Ford by any stretch of the imagination. And yeah, an Otis Montes, uh, an Otis Angelo Dawkins sandwich with Chad Gable as the meat in the middle. <laughs> Excellent booking, Dustin. Tremendous. Kevin Spears. Didn't we have Kevin Spears yesterday? It's two for two this week. Hey, Kevin. Keep asking in. good questions. I'll keep reading them. Uh, Kevin says, here's a question. 
Thanks, Kev. Uh, <laughs> how does WWE deal with Survivor Series regarding Roman Reigns unless he can face himself, which would be interesting? Uh, maybe he should ask Ezekiel for help. I don't know why he'd say that. Well, what would Ezekiel know about facing I don't know. But, um, yeah. Uh, Is he going to Superman punch himself? Like Randy Orton in that fantasy book, and there's no more legends left. I'm going to argue myself. Uh, look that up if you've never read yes. it. Um, my goodness. Wow. Yeah, what does he do? I think I, I think he's losing at least one of the belts to Drew. Possibly. At, at, at Clash at the Castle. But then do you run that back? Uh, mm, I mean, it's kind of a well-known habit at this point to do things over and over on pay-per-view. Um, <laughs> if you were feeling uh, generous... Premium line event. Sorry, sorry. Where are you, man? Uh, <laughs> if you were... I saw the nerdiest sentence uh, on Twitter the other day. It was like, Listen, sorry about that. It's a premium live event, not a paper. Someone being earnest. Like... It's a show, brother. It doesn't matter. Um, I've lost my train of thought here. I think if you were being a generous and optimistic booker, you might go, hey, why don't you do, if Roman's still champion, him and Braun Breaker? Make a star, all that stuff. Ooh. But would they put that at the very top? I'm not so sure. Um, I've got an answer. Book Survivor Series well. <laughs> really easy. You don't have to do brand versus brand. Yeah. Like, at the end of the day, when it was brand versus brand, that was like, cool, two people who've never faced each other before. Now, everyone's faced everyone. T-shirt time, baby! Everyone shows up on other brands anyway. Liv Morgan was on Raw, and then she got on Smash, blah, blah, blah. Do you think Liv Morgan, and make it like professional football, where you have the double scarfs with the two teams on it? The half and half. A two-teamed half and half T-shirt. But just have Team Murray and Team Will, but like... Just do that. Find Ooh. five guys. Hamflot always talks about it, the good old days, you know, when he was you know, 40 or whatever, growing up. Um, and, you know, it was it was Team Hogan versus Team someone else. Yeah. And on Team Hogan were all the good guys. And on the other team were all the bad guys. And they all had reasons to hate one person in the team, but then you also had crossover. Just think about that between now and November. It's you not difficult, is it? you got four months. You know what would be a really fun Twitter question that somebody should definitely ask us, preferably around 7am tomorrow morning UK time, because that's when we see the question. You can schedule tweets, guys. Uh, me, and, me, and, me and Willie draft our office Survivor Series teams. Oh, my That would be a fun days. Twitter question, and you, you, you should ask that question. I don't know if you can hear that, because the microphone's here, but, you know. He said you should ask that question. Yeah, do the, do this. We might just, I'll just make like 20 questions of that tomorrow. I might just make an account to do that question. Very cool video man asks. <laughs> <laughs> uh, let's move on to today's and finally. And I'll be honest, I don't know if this is a thing or could become a thing. I don't think it's a thing yet because AEW make, let's be honest, crap t-shirts for the most yeah, part. Yeah, I, I don't like, the butcher one is amazing. The butcher one is, there's a very, there's few limited ones. Hooks is good. Anything involving Daddy Magic and, and, and Cool Hand Magic, right? Yeah. But most, for the most part, they're crap. So, uh, shout out to uh, Kato Macabre on uh, on Reddit. It's just trending on Squared Circle. If this isn't a thing, it needs to become a thing. Have you seen the new Sizzamy Daddy Ass T-shirt? What? Yes, that I like it. Okay. Make <laughs> this a thing. Yeah, I really... I will wear this to a wedding or in public. I'll wear it uh, on the occasion of this. What this occasion is on Day of my daughter's wedding. There you go. Horse's head in your bed. Anyway. Let us know your thoughts on that and all today's news stories in the comment section below. Don't forget to like, share and subscribe and subscribe to What Culture Wrestling on either iTunes, Spotify or wherever you get your podcasts from. Daily Wrestling Podcast, we're going to be uh, reviewing the Great American Bash and looking ahead to a stacked AW Dynamite tonight. Two title matches? Two. Yeah. 
Uh, plus, you can let us know your thoughts and Twitter questions on Twitter at WhatCultureWWE. Or actually, they're followed by the boys. You can follow Andy Murray at. Follow me at Andy H. Murray. The H today stands for Happy Birthday, Phil. Oh, Shippers. yeah, happy anniversary to me. That's what today is. Oh, it's my yeah. anniversary and that, nothing that... else. Sorry, Phil. I own this day, Phil <laughs> Chambers. Sorry, Phil. Happy birthday, mate. Go and wish him a happy birthday. I can't believe it's been three years since Reef the band. <laughs> Actually, speaking of Phil, he had the best outfit of all time at your wedding. He did. No spoilers. It was tremendous. Go and wish him a happy birthday at Phil My Chambers on Twitter. He looked like Jimmy Cranky with the hat. It was awesome. <laughs> Maybe we'll reshare some photos. At Adam Wilborn for me. At What Culture WWE for all of us. But for now, my thanks to Andy Murray. Thank you for joining us. And we will see you soon. God, this was long. <laughs> <laughs> Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.